Hey, hey, welcome to the Seven Figure Photography Coach Podcast. This is the podcast to get no fluff advice, to finally get your ideas out of your head and into the hands of paying students quickly. It's time to turn your photography knowledge, skills, and experience into an extra stream of income by creating an online course or coaching program. I am your fast-talking, zero BS host and new business bestie, Jenny Maroney. Three years ago, I was burned out AF, photographing sessions every evening, editing every weekend, and missing my young kids at home. After two decades in the photography industry, I decided to pivot into coaching and share my knowledge with others, and my life and my business have never been the same. Over the past few years, I've helped hundreds of photographers create and launch their first online courses, coaching programs, and workshops with wild results. I've helped students have $10,000, $20,000, $30,000, $40,000 launches in just 90 days or less, having never coached or mentored before, without needing a huge audience, without needing to dance on TikTok and Reels. And I've helped those photographers be able to scale to six figures and beyond. And I'm on a mission to help you do the same. Each week, I'll be sharing my best kept marketing secrets, launch strategies, business hacks, actionable advice that I've used in my very own business to become a million dollar photography coach so that you can do the same. Okay, let's dive in to today's episode. Ooh, you guys, this is a juicy episode. Buckle up, it's about to get bumpy. So here it is. And I've been wanting to record this episode for a while and just trying to figure out the best way to navigate this topic, but it's important to talk about. So I have these conversations inside of my programs all the time. And I was just talking to one of my VIP clients about this and it was really weighing on her, right? She was like, I'm holding myself back from really going to the next level because I'm afraid the next level means I'm going to be seen by more people. It means more people are going to buy my program. And what happens if they don't get results? Like it's already stressing me out knowing that there are people in my course that I don't know if they're doing the work. I don't know if they're getting the results and that is eating me alive. I can't sleep at night. My hair is turning gray. <laughs> it's freaking me out and it makes me want to reach out to them and see if they need help or support or it makes me want to hold their hand and really make sure that they are getting results. And I love that. I love that my clients care so deeply about their students and their results. And I do too. But here's the truth. Here's the hard truth about success rates of your students. It is not your responsibility as a course creator or a coach to get your clients' results. It is not. It is your responsibility to help them get results, to show them how to get results, but not do it for them, okay? What we need to do as coaches and what you need to remind yourself if you already have paying clients or even if you don't yet, but I want you to start wrapping your head around this. It is our job to educate our clients, our students, our course enrollees, or our one-on-one clients, or whatever they are. It's our responsibility to educate them before they enroll, before they sign up, before they pay for your program as to what their responsibilities are, what is expected of them, and what's expected of you, okay? So one, they need to know that they actually have to do the work to get the results. I know that sounds stupid, and I know that should go unsaid. However, there are people that will join programs, not do the work, not get the results, and then get pissed off at the course creator or the coach. And that is not your responsibility, right? It's just like my kids. I can raise them the best I can. I can teach them how to do all the things. I can teach them how to be responsible and mature and polite and kind and generous and just good people. But I can't 
drive to college to their dorm room once they head off to school down the road. I cannot drive to their dorm room, pull them out of their bed, drive into their professor's class and say, you've got to go in now, honey, so you can get the results. Like, no, that's their responsibility, right? I'm not going to do their homework for them. I'm not going to do their school projects for them. I'm not going to read the book for them and tell them what it was about and give them the cliff notes. That is their responsibility. So same with us as course creators and coaches. It's our responsibility to let them know what their responsibilities are. You've got to show up. You've got to do the work. You've got to ask the questions. You've got to follow the strategies. And if you don't, you likely will not see results. And I like to tell my clients this straight up before they join because I don't want to drag anyone through my program. I want to raise children that are responsible and understand what they what's expected of them and they just naturally go do it. Same with my students. I want to empower them to go do the things so that they can get their desired results, right? I want those results for them more than anything, but I can't get them for them and neither can you. Now, our responsibility as a coach, in addition to educating upfront as to what's expected of everyone, but our responsibility as a coach is to provide the space, to provide the content, to provide the resources and the support, the step-by-step strategies that they need to do inside of your program to get XYZ results. It's also to provide boundaries. And without these, we are creating a codependent relationship. And that's the last thing that I want to do. I want to empower my clients to try new things, to look at it in a fun lens, right? Like this gets to be fun. This gets to be easy. This does not need to be hard. And I've had this conversation so many times with my own coach when I was first starting and I was asking the wrong question. I'll I'll tell you how that conversation went. So for about two years, I really struggled with this, especially that first year. I would say it's more the first 12 months. I really struggled because I was starting to charge, you know, high ticket prices. I was charging anywhere from at the time it was like ten to thirty thousand dollars per client. And it was really eating away at me. I, I knew that there were some people that were not showing up to the calls. I knew that there were some people that were not following the strategies. I knew there were some people that were not doing the work and they were not getting the results. And I know they were unhappy with me. And that was really eating me alive. And so I kept asking my coach and I was asking wrong, but it was because I was frustrated. Not that that's an excuse. And I've since worked through that, but I kept asking my coach, how do you not care? Like, how do you stop caring? And they were all always like, well, I've never stopped caring. I care very much about you and all of my clients. And I was like, okay, are you losing sleep at night like I am? And they're like, no, why? And I was like, because I am. (laughs) And so I kept asking this question over and over. And finally, I realized I was asking the question wrong. How do I release the responsibility of getting my clients results and instead empower them to go get their own results, right? And so as soon as I started asking my coach and other coaches and friends in the industry, I started to get some really clear answers and ideas. And so for me, the number one thing was I had to realize that I can't chase anyone down and make them do the work. Just like I can't drag my kid out of their dorm room and make him go to class. I can't make him get straight A's. I can't make him read his book for the book report. I can encourage him to do it. I can raise him to do that, to know that those are his responsibilities. And if he doesn't do the work, he's not going to get the results and therefore not get into the college he wants, right? Like that's just simple. And the same goes for our clients. So educating them up front as to what their responsibilities are and what ours are and what ours are not is really helpful to reframe that. When I joined a group coaching program back in the day, and uh, it was my first big one, and I did not know what to expect. And I look back and I cringe at how I <laughs> how I went about that because I thought in my head, well, I'm paying this coach a boatload of money, like tens of thousands of dollars, 
And I am going to be the squeaky wheel and I'm going to make sure that they know that like I, I looked at that coach as if they were on my team. And that was not it. That's not at all what a coach is. They're not on your team. They're not, you know, your VA that's going to go like write the emails for you or create the slide deck for you or go build out the platform for you. No, their responsibility is to teach you how to do it, to provide that space and that support, to ask questions and get feedback, but not to drag you through the program and do it for you. And I made that mistake in the, you know, in, in some of my early coaching programs where I became too involved. I would log into ads accounts and set it up for them. I would log into their email platform and I would write the emails for them or spell check for them. And I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> I'm not on their team. And I look back and I was not being a good coach because I was not leading by example, right? And in turn, I taught my students, my VIP clients to treat their students the same way and to do the work for them. And that's not, that's not it, you guys. That's not the vibe. That is not the vibe because now you're creating this codependent relationship where if they don't get results, they are going to be pissed at you. And that's, that's not it. It's not my coach's responsibility to hand me all of her email templates or get in there and review my slide deck or listen to my pitch or review my sales pages. That's not my coach's responsibility. My coach's responsibility is to be there to support me, to give me feedback, to cheer me on, to encourage me to keep going, to help me strategize. But it's not at all to to do the work for me, okay? And so once I started to really wrap my head around that and reframe that, I became a better coach. Honestly, I became a way better coach because I know that my methods work. They've worked for years for me, my students, other coaches in the industry, people all over the world. I've taught people all over the world how to do what I do and be wildly successful, right? We've had students have 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 first ever launches having never coached or mentored before not having a huge audience, not dancing on TikTok and Reels all day, not having an email list of 10,000 people. And the strategies still work. They've worked for years and they'll continue to work for years. I've scaled to over a million dollars a year as a coach with these same methods. I know that they work, but it is not my responsibility to make them work for someone else, right? And does it bother me when someone joins a program of mine and they pay to be in it and they don't do the work and don't get the results? Yeah, it still does because I care. I care. But I also know that I have to have boundaries just like I do as a mom, in what my responsibilities are and what my kids' responsibilities are, right? As long as you have that agreement in place from the get-go, your students know what's expected of them and of you. And as long as that is made very, very, very clear by educating them up front, and that could be on your sales page, that could be on your sales call if you do sales calls or in the DMs if you're selling in the DMs or on the application or wherever, and especially in the contract, right? <laughs> like No results are guaranteed because I'm going to uphold my end of the bargain, but I can't be sure that another student is going to join and do their end of the bargain, right? So I want you to all think about that. If, if you are already experiencing this and you're stressed about the success rate of your students, or you're not quite there yet, you have not created your program, but you're starting to be stressed about the potential of your students getting results or not getting results, I want you to remember that that's not your responsibility. Does that mean you don't care? Hell no. It means you care a lot. It means that you care enough to let them know that you are here cheering them on. You are here to support them and you are here to make sure that they feel well supported and that they have all the resources that they need. So I will end on that note. And that was a, <laughs> I know that's a controversial topic. I know that it's a spicy topic, but I've been wanting to record this episode for a long time because it really was when I leveled up, when I stepped into that next chapter of my life and I was okay with enrolling more students. I, I was holding myself back 
from hitting that next level because I was afraid of enrolling more students because I was afraid that they would not see success. And in turn, I was projecting those feelings and those fears on my students. And I was also blocking more students from coming into my programs. And now that I've reframed that and I know what I'm supposed to do and they know what they're supposed to do and everyone does it and everyone gets results, win, win, win for everyone, right? So go create your course if you have not. And if you need help, I'll link it in the show notes below. I have a program for all female entrepreneurs, not just photographers, called CSA, Course Sales Accelerator. And inside, I teach you how to figure out exactly what your course should be on, what's the topic, what's your secret sauce, why you need to create it, why your students need it, what problem it solves, how to price it, how to market it, how to sell it, all of the things. And I will link it below. And right now, I don't know when you're listening to this, but as of today, it is on sale for 50% off. So I will link it in the show notes below. If you have any questions at all, please reach out. Would love to hear from you on Instagram. It's at Jenny Maroney, and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, I would love it if you left me a review or shared it with a friend that you think would also enjoy it. My mission is to help as many badass photographers just like yourself. And if we aren't already friends on Instagram, come hang out with me over there at Jenny Maroney. Thank you again. Until next time.